Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Welcome to another episode of my podcast where I connect with spiritual leaders, star seeds, and light workers to help you to connect with your higher self and source to discover your truth and to embrace the divine being you were designed to be. Now, this podcast is aimed at helping you to discover the light, both outside and inside, and eliminate the fear that our 3D reality and our ego insist on pushing onto us. Now, once we discover who we truly are and we live from a place of love rather than fear, then we can ascend into the higher dimensions. Now, I'm so excited to be bringing my guest to you today. She is absolutely amazing. We we chat for ages because she's incredible and we're going to discuss a few of my absolute favorite topics. We're going to be talking about energy. We're going to be talking about the subconscious mind. We're going to be talking about moving from the victim to the victim mode because this is something that we often get stuck in throughout life. And I am talking about Dawn Livingston. Now, Dawn is an Ascension coach. She's a Reiki master teacher of 20 years. She's a practitioner of Theta Healing, which I'm going to go into a little bit, and a master and medical intuitive practitioner with sacred activations. Now, Dawn has an incredible story that I want her to tell you. So we're going to head on over and we're going to talk to Dawn. Hey, Dawn, how are you going today? Good morning. I am fine. Oh, thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for being here. You, you're you an absolute delight. And we, um, you know, we have great conversations and it's always great we to do. meet so many incredible people that have so much knowledge. And, you know, we're talking about the different moon cycles before the interview and the different Mercury retrogrades and the different effects that that can have on people. And being an Ascension coach, you know, you would see almost all sorts of different ascension symptoms, which I want to go into in a little bit. But how about you start off, tell tell everybody your story and where you came from and why you're doing what you're doing now. Sure. Um, my story is really around uh, surviving toxic relationships, mm-hmm. um, surviving abuse in relationships. Yep. Um, I'm originally from Scotland. And let me just give you a a kind of quick the quick story um my parents divorced when I was four Mm -hmm. my mother remarried when I was seven so I then had uh two step siblings and a stepfather my own my own father really wasn't in my life very very much and he was very I think we were talking a little bit earlier on about Mm -hmm. you know narcissism and Mm -hmm. my father was very much like that anything that I wanted to do that I would talk to him about it wasn't good enough or you don't yeah. want to do that so I was always put down, down yeah. yeah and hindsight being the wonderful thing that it is I realize now that I would push back against that you know I would be defiant so if ever he said to me that I shouldn't do something I would just go and do it for the hell of it yeah you know? mm-hmm. just Become rebellious yeah absolutely totally rebellious so from then I had 
interactions with many, many people that were abusive to me in one way, shape or form. So, and I'm not talking violent abuse, I'm talking more mental, emotional, psychological, which you know, I, verbal Which I actually abuse. think is worse in many, in many situations. Uh, yeah, I suppose, mm. I suppose it could be. It works in a different way. Yeah, it does. Um, and so all the way up through my life, I mean, I was bullied from school. Yeah. Um, from like primary seven and then up through high school and even into college. And then I would uh, find myself, you know, with boyfriends that were, were narcissistic yep. and that were trying the to pattern. manipulate me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't realize that at the time. No. <laughs> so um, my uh, ex-husband, we, we had we had three kids and yeah. I was just not happy at all. Didn't know what it was, you know, for many, many years. And I used to take my two little ones to a karate class. Mm -hmm. And I think after six months into this karate class, I was thrown very badly and I landed very heavily on my right hip. And I actually broke the bottom disc in my back, L5. And it was, you know, squashing out onto the sciatic nerve. And I was in excruciating pain. Mm-hmm. And it would it was going on and on and on for quite a while. So we went to the hospital, and that's what what was discovered. I was given loads of painkillers and muscle relaxants and sleeping pills. No PT or anything. Just mm. you know, here you are, take the pills. Yeah. So I felt discarded. Yes, I felt that they weren't listening to me. This type of thing, and I was in so much pain. Mm-hmm. So I think I was off for about four months from work, and. On going back to work, I had to have a counsellor session because I had, that was considered a long-term sickness. Yeah. So they wanted to make sure that I had the right working conditions to make sure that I wasn't in pain when I was sitting or you know wandering yeah. about, whatever. So I went to see this counsellor. I was fine with that. Went to the counsellor. And she, the first thing she did was ask me about my home life. How are things at home? That was the question. Mm. How are things at home? Oh my goodness, that poor woman, I'm sure she, she was very sorry she asked me that question yeah. because out it all came. And I just used that woman to get everything yeah, out that was bothering me. Yeah. Mm. You know, what my husband was, was saying to me, how he treated me, how unhappy I was, how much how much I was drinking, how much I just wanted to run away because I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I felt like I was trapped, felt like yeah. I couldn't do anything. And this was my awakening, really, when she turned around and said to me, because she listened to me talking, just mm-hmm. waited very patiently and then said, so how long have you been getting abused? And I said to her, I'm really sorry. I think you've misunderstood. He's never lifted a finger to me and I don't think he ever would. Mm. That's when she said to me, abuse is not just physical. Yeah. You have been mentally, from what you've been telling me, you have been mentally, emotionally, psychologically, and verbally abused mm-hmm. during your marriage. And that was like this light bulb had gone. This is my epiphany. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like my whole world stopped at that time to think about it because I knew there was something there. And after the anger and all the different emotions that came up, um, I actually realized then that yeah. I had only been abused because I had allowed him to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that the abuse all through my life was only because I allowed it. Mm. That was a massive change in my life. And from then, 
I think it was just a couple of weeks after that to pick up the courage. I had to tell my husband that was it. It was over. I wanted a divorce. Yep. I wasn't happy and I wanted out. So it was a pretty tumultuous six mm -hmm. months, nine months after that, because there was lots of manipulation and I just was not standing for it. I don't know where the strength came from. And that's the thing with that's the thing with the narcissist is that the moment they think that you're leaving, the moment they think that you're actually going oh, to they can turn it oh yeah, Jekyll and it'll, Hyde. it'll be up. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, that's that's yeah. that must have been one of the hardest things you had to do, but it would have also been the most rewarding. Because the energy vampire, like the if your energy is constantly around somebody like that, then there's all yeah. sorts of different things you can start to feel. Not not even one of the worst things is the loss of self-worth. And, yes. and and, and self-confidence, self-respect. Yep. You lose it Identity. all your sense of self. Yeah. Mm. You've no idea who you are. You just lose yourself. And people don't understand either that you by continuing to put up with that, you're giving your power away. You're giving yeah. control of yourself to somebody else. Yes. And they're quite happy to take control of anything you're going to give them. Because that's what they're looking yeah. for. They're looking for yeah. control. Well, absolutely. Uh, and, and do you know the book? Let me just tell you this quickly. You know, the book, uh, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise yeah. Hay. I love when it. I, I've got it here. I, know, yeah. I reflect back on it a lot, actually. Mm. Um, when I was flat out on the couch before I went back to work, I picked up this book thinking mm -hmm. I might as well just read something because yeah. there's not much else <laughs> I could do. So I'm reading through this book and I think I got the first the first chapter, a couple of pages in, and it said, you are responsible for your own life mm -hmm. and what happens to you. And that like, I launched that book across the living room. <laughs> Right. I thought, this is the biggest load of rubbish I've ever heard I know I know and I thought if she thinks that I created this accident you know she's got another thing coming there I was you know I was all yeah. was all quite annoyed but during that time I'd also emailed my Reiki teacher mm -hmm. and had said and I was on full on victim mode at this point yeah so depressed you know yeah. drinking lots that's the last thing you want to hear isn't it that's the last thing you want to hear at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I emailed my Reiki teacher and I had said, like, you had said to me that Reiki would change my life for the better. And mm. look at me. I can't work. I can't walk. I can't pick up my kids. I feel awful. And literally within a few minutes, her response came in. It was one line. It said, have you ever stopped to think about what not being able to work is allowing you to do rather than um, what, oh, I can't remember the last bit now what she said. But, mm -hmm. um, it was I more, get the message, you, you yeah. get the picture, mm -hmm. okay, uh, rather than what it's not allowing you to do. And I thought, okay, this is time for reflection. And again, mm -hmm. that was when the, that was the light bulb moment. And that was when I had discovered that it was my marriage that yeah. was it was not right it was not right so yeah we all have we all have our, our epiphanies or our light bulb moments yeah in different ways shapes and forms and that's really the big thing that I, I teach people it's about awareness you've got to be aware that there's an issue before you can do anything about it mm -hmm. then it's all about changing your perception yeah. around that issue and why it's taking place before you can actually take action to correct it yeah so. because I think that I think that when it comes down to it we we all have a shadow side 
we all have that side of us that we're trying to push away because it's too hard to deal with. You know, there's the stuff that's gone on in our childhood. It's too hard to deal with. So we push it away. We don't oh, want yeah. to admit that we're not perfect. We don't want to admit that, that we've got flaws, but it's important that we bring that to the light. It's important that we bring that shadow out because otherwise our inner child is going to suffer from it. Oh, our inner child will throw a complete mm. tantrum. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It. And and what what we what we do is like you were saying, we just we're in denial. Mm-hmm. We totally deny issues that are coming our way. We brush them under our rug, and honestly, that is the worst thing you could do. Yeah, the worst thing you could do because what it does is it builds up like pressure inside a volcano, mm-hmm. and then after a while, there is something going to trigger you, and that volcano is just going to blow. It's, it's going top. to erupt. Yeah. Yes, and you're going to be angry or you're going to be full of hate and you're going to say some really horrible things because you have not been dealing with imbalances Mm -hmm. so I always tell people you know if you feel like you want to cry don't listen to people to say you know when they say to you that crying is a form of weakness it's absolute nonsense strength yes absolutely it's the complete opposite to weakness Mm -hmm. and it also helps to keep you know to keep you clear Mm mm-hmm Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and your, your inner, your inner, your inner child. Absolutely, you've got to nourish that that little you, that yeah. tiny you, the soul you. You've got to look after it first and foremost. Yeah. Otherwise, you're you're just going to move forward. But we we do bring all these imbalances forward. People people just think that they take on opinions yeah. of others and belief systems, etc., since they were born. And yeah, that is the case, but. If they don't believe in past lives, they have a hard job understanding that every lifetime they have had, they are bringing forward all these uh, <laughs> burdens, we call them, all these this... these vibrations of all their lifetimes. Yeah, and, and this is... um. This, this They're is dragging it behind them in this massive suitcase, you yeah. know? Yeah, <laughs> and this is interesting because I was actually literally just going to bring that up to you because, you know, I know that, you are um, a big proponent of talking about the subconscious mind and how powerful the subconscious yes. mind is, how powerful our belief systems are. And as you say, there's, you know, our belief systems don't just come from this lifetime, just as our shadow side doesn't just come from this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, our trauma doesn't just come from this lifetime. It can come yeah. from past lifetimes. Um, you know, I had my Akashic Records read, um, a little while ago before I learned how I could start tapping into it myself and I had them read and you know I learned some stuff from my past lifetimes which I have actually brought into this lifetime that I've had to now learn to heal because mm-hmm. in the previous lifetimes I wasn't able to yep. and yep. so it's important to understand that like you said you don't just have to deal with stuff from this life we, we have to figure out where is the, are these belief systems coming from? Because there are people out there that they come from homes that are very wealthy and, and very well-to-do, but because of belief systems from previous, from previous times, they don't, um, maybe they don't have the amount of money that they would, they would like. You would think if they grew up in a household like that, um so I think I think that's really important to understand now do you do a lot of work as an ascension coach do you do do you do past life regression and that sort of thing as well or it's not a past life regression no um 
I mean, I could you if I wanted to, to do that, lives. but it's, yeah, yeah, I don't even need to tap into the past lives. I suppose I kind of do in a way, but it all comes to me intuitively. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I can read a person. Um, I can look at certain organs. The organs mm-hmm. will scream to me yep. if they have something that they need released because they want to be healthy. They want to be happy too. Okay. So how about so you whatever... give me a couple of examples of this? Um of the organ screaming. Yeah, yeah, just for just for a bit of fun. Let let us let the audience know, okay? So let's say that somebody um came to you. Do people generally come to you because they have physical issues that they're wanting to deal with or um a variety of different things? It's a variety of different things, really. Um people are now getting to the stage where they're understanding that yeah. every imbalance, whether it be mental, emotional, is actually connected. going to manifest it manifest itself physically. Um, one example I could say um, this lady's liver was absolutely screaming at me because mm-hmm. there was so much suppressed anger in there, anger okay. and hatred and rage ah, that was stored and that in can her affect liver. Your liver. Okay. Well, it, it can get stored in different organs for different people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically, anger is held in in the liver. Um, and once I was able to release, you know, run energies to release this anger, this hatred, this rage from the liver and from every cell and the vibration from the mind, then things really start to clear up. And she felt so much brighter just the next again day. Oh, that's because awesome. it's all it's all vibration. You know, it's all resonance. It's all yeah. frequency. Your beliefs have have a specific frequency. Mm-hmm. And that's what is brought forward um, through all your lifetimes. So really we're arriving in this light, this current lifetime, dragging all the suitcases of everybody else's baggage, all our baggage, all our ancestral baggage yeah. um, from every single lifetime. Do you know that when you get to the ninth generation, mm-hmm. you have over 2,000 ancestors? Oh, really? That's just in nine generations, you have over 2,000 ancestors. Oh, so goodness. just in, in <laughs> just nine generations, that. what's that, 100, 180 years, you have been carrying forward 2,000 lifetimes um, of negative energy, of certain belief systems, of fears, of trauma, of abuse, of anything that's not serving you. You've got it all. And people expect to come and have everything cleared in a couple of sessions. Yeah. So I have to explain to them, you have been carrying lifetimes of stuff. Yeah. It's going to take time. We can't do it all in one go. Yeah. You know, let's give it, you know, a few sessions and see how it goes. But normally by by removing the uh, the very, very prevalent stuff, like the anger, like yeah. the resentment, like the, the, the trauma and certain fears, we can start to dig things up and loosen other and mm-hmm. um, listen other beliefs and vibrations that are stuck okay. and then usually by the next session they're all coming to the surface yeah you know, they say oh, I've had a really weird dream and I felt this that day and this memory popped back in yeah but it's it's all that that's why I explained to them that's it coming to the surface for clearing we've loosened it all off yeah it's all come up you now have that memory that is the memory that we need to clear the resulting emotions and feelings from that is what's triggering it yeah and if we don't remove it it keeps them all stuck in the past right we we can't get past that if we have any regrets for our past or we don't clear our past that's where we're going to live from 
Yes. We can't live in the present. And, may, and we'll cert, we're certainly not going to get to the future, but there's a lot of people that live stuck their in the life, past. Yeah, they live yeah. their life every day with regret for their past and fear of their future. So and I, both yeah. of those or either of those will prevent you from being in the present. And that's the only way we can create is in the present. Yes. But if we're stuck in the past, we're not going to be able to do anything with our lives. And that's when, we, when we're stuck in the past, that's when we move into victim mode. Because then all of a sudden it's like, well, the world has done this to me and this person's yeah. done this to me. And then we start to feel um, guilt and shame. And and there are also things that you can bring down from generation to generation. They're oh, also, all of it. Yes. Yeah, all of it. So from past lifetimes, it was interesting because some of the stuff that I learned in my past lifetimes brought with it levels of guilt and shame mm-hmm. that I felt. And I didn't know the reason why, because if I looked at this lifetime, I'd go, well, I haven't done anything wrong that I thought yep. would cause it. But then I looked at my past and I went, oh, okay. So that, because we've got to remember that our soul is on a journey. Mm-hmm. Our soul is on the, this journey to to learn and to expand and to grow. And so in every lifetime, it's got its own mission. And so every soul's got different different things that it has to learn throughout throughout that particular lifetime. And some of it will be what people would classify as as not great. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it, you know, every lifetime's going to be completely different. So like you said, you'll bring through fear and guilt and shame uh-huh. and all those other emotions. So how do you... Um, what is your technique for actually being able to bring that to the surface? Is that done through in energy work or beta healing or? Um, I kind of use my own combination of a lot of things. Cool. Now. Um, I'm kind of pulling together um, my own uh, course around it. And awesome. Helping people to actually learn my method and my technique mm-hmm. and how to actually connect and run infra- run um, energy on themselves Fantastic. Um, the the victim and victor mode you were talking about yeah. I was definitely in the victim mm-hmm. mode like I was explaining because we are taught to blame yeah nothing is our fault right everything has to come from somewhere but what the, the, the truth of the matter is that the universe actually provides you with whatever it is that you are it will give yes. you more of that mm-hmm. so like I said everything is is frequency it's vibration it's resonance so if you resonate anger and hatred every single day all these these um, vibrations are emanated 24 7 and the universe picks it up and send you people send back. or situations yes. to make you more hateful or more angry yeah the same goes if you live a joyful life mm-hmm. yeah if you then really you get people that come into time, your life you get more people to give you joy and that's the way the universe works it's all yeah. vibration it's the law of vibration yeah which yeah. is which is i mean most people have heard of the law of attraction but the law of vibration yeah. is actually the sister of the law of attraction it's it's those two go together yeah I see the law of attraction as like a sub-law of the law of vibration. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And the the victim, victor mode, because you feel like you're a victim, you, by the law of vibration, 
are actually the victimizer too. Yes. Yeah. Because yep. you are, you you are the person that you are creating your experiences for. Yeah. It's all. So it all people, comes from within us. Yeah, and and people always say that they um that that life happens, um to them, but actually yeah. life happens because of you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, I love that. And I think that, I mean, we all know the situation where you get up in the morning, you stub your toe, <laughs> right? All of a sudden, you you get angry, you get frustrated, you start jumping around and, and telling the universe off for it happening. And then what happens the rest of the day? The rest of the day is rubbish because you have just brought in more opportunities to be frustrated, to be angry, to, and, and so all of a sudden you're stuck in the traffic, all of a sudden um, people at work are annoying you, whatever, whatever goes on. Yeah, you know, you're you, easily triggered. You yeah, get another bill coming in the post, <laughs> whatever it is. But if you, you know, I believe that life's about choices. Oh, yeah. And I believe we have the ability to say, okay, am I going to get, upset by this or what I tend to do now is laugh and I go well that was a bit of a silly thing to do wasn't it (laughs) and then you can change how you see it like you said perception and that's what you're Mm -hmm. saying you look at a situation you change your perception of it and you go okay what one person could see it this way another person could see it this way but which which way is going to make me feel better Hmm. which way is going to put me on the higher vibrational scale because that's going to allow me to bring more good into the life into uh-huh. life you know i i often talk to people about um just acknowledging how you feel mm-hmm. you know don't absolutely don't, don't refuse to feel irritation if you've stubbed your toe and you feel no. irritated just allow absolutely. your body to and, and think oh yeah i feel how oh, that really hurt oh, but it's so just not irritating. staying in it for a long time absolutely mm. you you understand what's happened you acknowledge it and yep. then you're able to release it you're yes. able to just let it go so that you're not taking it on you're yep. just transcending it yeah because isn't it because isn't it true that if it it is when we suppress these emotions, when we suppress these feelings, that um, they continue to to go on. If we don't release them, if we don't have a way to be able to release them, like you said, acknowledge them. If you've got a sore knee or a sore foot or some other sort of thing, acknowledge it. Acknowledge mm-hmm. the pain. Okay, this hurts right now, but you can go now. I don't need you to be around anymore. I acknowledge the pain, but you can go. And then gradually over time as you start to as you start to realize this and you start to realize that we are all whole and healed anyway mm-hmm. it's our belief systems it's our programming which we're going to get into yeah. which actually causes these manifestations within our body i know when i had um with the problems with my plantar um on my foot and the more you focus on it the worse it gets the days i forget about it and I don't even uh, think about it, then it just disappears. You start mm. focusing on it again, it comes back again. So it does, yeah. So I think energy I, goes where your focus goes, yeah. Yeah. So if you focus on yourself being whole and healed, then that's what you're going to end up getting. Yeah, and, and so, everything does manifest itself physically. It does. And if you if you you don't start taking on any physical signs mm-hmm. and look into them then it's going to get frustrated with itself and start to create something else or, mm-hmm. or make that condition worse. 
And it can create anything from a slight headache right up to diabetes or cancer, you know, mm -hmm. some really horrible diseases. Um, and then when you realise what's been causing them is that, you know, we've just, just been adding all our emotions inside this volcano. Yeah. Sometimes it can be too late where you've got to deal with panic as well. Yeah. You know, so it's it's a case of Superconscious Success fam. Thanks so much for joining me in this interview. And I'm just taking a short break in the interview just to let you know about an exciting offer that I have for you. I'm just in the process of building the Superconscious Success Inner Circle, which is going to be a free membership that you're going to be able to get access to, which is going to eventually, once I've got it all built up, include courses and, and exclusive content and a whole heap of other stuff that's going to be available for you to help you to expand that consciousness and to come into your power. And it'll include content from all of my different segments, from superconscious success, your spiritual shift, raising a conscious human and also peace and prosperity. And you'll include content from all of that, as well as the self-empowered empath, higher self-mastery, and a whole heap of other different collaborations and projects I have on the go. However, to get this free membership, you do need to go and sign up. So if you go to superconscioussuccess.com slash inner circle, you can sign up absolutely free for it. As the content builds and I reach a thousand subscribers, I will then be making it a premium product, which means that you will no longer get it for free. It will be a monthly charge. But if you get in now and you get into the free membership, then you will have that free for life. So head across now as we're in the building phase and you'll start to get more and more awesome content um, flowing in. And yeah, so head on over there now, superconscioussuccess.com slash inner circle. Now let's head on back to the interview. Mind-body connection is real. If you have something physical going on, there's an imbalance that's trying to get your attention yeah. and it wants to be addressed. It wants to, to live in your, 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 your body wants to live healthily Yes. and without any imbalances. And it it's wants going, to have the energy flow yeah. and just, you know, be healthy for you. That's exactly what it wants. Yeah. So and, pay attention. Going, yeah, pay attention. Yeah. It's just going, you're just missing something here. And you're not yeah. listening to what I'm trying to tell you. So I'm going to amp this up. And if I have to amp it up to the point that, you know, you've, like you said, you, you can get really debilitating conditions uh -huh. until you, you acknowledge. And this is why people have gone into remission like countless times once they have started to to work on the the inner inner part of themselves it's a lot that's of exactly work. where it is that's where the issue is it's exactly. inside them yeah yeah, yeah. and and the, the the doctors i'll i'll they're, they're too quick and i don't mean to to, to be little doctors yeah, yeah. i mean everybody has their place and and they have their place but the doctors are, are too quick to give pharmaceutical treatment yeah. or surgery or, you know, even worse things, you know, chemotherapy, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And they can be very toxic to the body too. Yeah. Um. So it's look at it in a natural level before you go for anything like that. Yeah. Because they're not curing, they're just suppressing. Exactly. And once you realize, once you realize, as we just said, that you're already whole and healed, our body mm -hmm. is here as a vessel. Our body yeah. is here to to hold your soul and yeah. to allow you to experience what, what your soul wants to experience. That's what it's here for. And so if you envision your body and know that that's its natural state, yeah. um, 
and listen to the signs and go, okay, well, this is what this is trying. I realized that what the, um, you know, the whole foot thing, well, there's a lot of different things that that could be, that could be standing on your own two feet. That could mm-hmm. be stepping you know, forward, you know, stepping forward. out. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, there's lots of different reasons. And, and so it's quite fascinating once you start to think, okay, why is this here? Okay. What's the message this is trying to tell me? And you start mm-hmm. to gradually work through it. And yeah. Um, yeah, I love, I love that work. Now people get I, scared. People get scared about having to do the work themselves. Yeah. They want a healer to do it for them, but they don't understand it. They're the ones that has to do the work to yeah. find the inner issues and people really call it you know addressing your demons mm-hmm. and that sounds really scary to people so they don't really want to take a look well I, t- I say address I your shadow say, side because I think that sh- yeah your shadow less. self yep. but I would say it's not as scary as you no. think it's actually really enlightening mm, for you to absolutely. find out what issues are and to clear it and to feel so much better it's yeah. not as scary as they think no mm. and I mean Last year was a tough year, and I think it was a tough year for a lot of people. But yeah. I went through like almost a whole year of Dark Night of the Soul. It was just I was really going through this this whole awakening, and it was hard. I would be in the corner crying one minute, and my husband would be like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. Actually, I'm really good because I know what's happening." Um, and I was lucky because I did know what was happening. And then this year, like when this year started there's like you said there's that enlightenment it's like I dealt with so much of my shadow I dealt with so much that I had to deal with that I was able to um to overcome and I was able to bring it to the light and I was Mm -hmm. able to then become more um conscious of you know how I was feeling and conscious of what I was doing and and I realized I had to start speaking up and well there's a there's a good word you were talking there conscious yeah right absolutely yep do you know that our conscious mind only creates our reality between one and five percent of the time we only consciously create a tiny part of our day because our, our subconscious, subconscious mind. <laughs> that's a great segue i love how you do that and i was about to <laughs> the subconscious mind creates our life 95 to 99% of the time. Picture for me, if you can, just in your mind's eye, an iceberg, right? So there's an iceberg, yeah. the little bit of ice that's sticking out at the top. Mm-hmm. You label that your conscious mind. Mm-hmm. And we all know from a discovery that... Or Titanic. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was going to say that, but you beat me to it. <laughs> um, that the ice under the mm-hmm. surface of the water is so, so much bigger yeah. than the mm-hmm. bit that's actually peeking out the top. Label that the subconscious mind. Mm. And this is the mind that drives our life. Subconscious mind is where all our beliefs, our opinions, um, uh, our habits, our paradigms, that's where that is all housed. It's all programs. And it's people talk about riding a bike, right? Oh, Mm -hmm. I haven't ridden a bike for oh forty years, and then they get on it and off they go. Yeah, right. It's like driving cars. Learned that from absolutely Mm -hmm. when they were a child, they learned to 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 ride this bike. The subconscious mind stores it as a program and recalls it whenever you next get on a bike. Yeah, right. That's the way it is. We will take opinions, 
and belief systems from other people when we are growing up we're very vulnerable between the ages or well from birth to about seven or eight years old mm-hmm. subconscious mind then is wide wide open and it absorbs everything like a sponge yeah so you think about it you the kids have grandparents maybe even great-grandparents their own parents their friends their school teachers you know they've got social media now from when oh, they're what, four yeah. years old mm-hmm. you know um and they're they're getting their their uh opinions from the news and whatever is pounded yeah. at them all the time the more they watch it the more they hear it the more it goes into the subconscious mind and cements it in there that becomes their truth yeah. and that's the vibration that they are going to emanate and receive in their life so I tell people that if they're not happy with their life, take a look at what they're at receiving, what are they creating for mm. themselves, and that will give you a good a good start as to what needs to be cleared. Yeah, exactly. And the, the good news is, and the, um, the promising news, is that you can change it. Uh-huh, and altering can. the subconscious mind is actually, it's not difficult. No. It's, it's all about repetition. It's all about replacing the the old beliefs with ones that are more beneficial ones that you know visualizing your um what you want your life to look like uh-huh. because the subconscious mind um like you said it runs your life it does it, it, it decides does. And, and that word that, and that word that you said there repetition mm. um i want to just touch on repetition what you said there and manifestation mm-hmm. like you had mentioned um repetition is a great thing to go into the subconscious mind yep however you're not going to be able to manifest based on that yeah simply because we have our opinions and our truths yes that are actually blocking us from manifesting Mm -hmm. if we have um lots of guilt lots of shame you know, lots of anger, lots Mm -hmm. of hatred. If we have all of these in our subconscious mind and we do not clear it, that's going to block anything you try to create in your life. You've got to remove the blocks first. Yeah. You can't you can't just spend all day listening to positive affirmations. (laughs) And although that might be a really nice thing, yeah. Um it's not detrimental, but it's it's not beneficial because you're not going to get anywhere. You have to remove the negative first to allow the positive to come through. Um, we also, um, we were talking about our subconscious mind creating 95 to 99% of our daily lives. That is our individual subconscious mind. Yes. We also, the and universal. Then bonus, mm-hmm. have to have to deal with what we would call the hive or the collective mm-hmm. subconscious of the planet. And if you think about think about the earth and think about the moon the mm-hmm. two sizes of that the moon which is obviously the smaller of the two is actually where unconditional love joy happiness all the positive things are yeah are housed right that's the size of it the size of the earth is the negativity yeah. so it's, it's the hatred it's the corruption it's everything else that supersedes anything that you want to try and do as an individual if you are tapped into this collective subconscious so how do we so, so how do we make sure that we're not tapped into that? Is that is that like literally just, you know, not well, watching the news and and yeah, just... it's by working on yourself. Because mm. if you work on yourself and you clear that from your own subconscious mind, then it automatically disconnects from 
the collective. Yeah. So, yeah, I, and I would be very, very weary. And let me tell you a quick story. I have been really uh, stuck on social media about finding out what's been going on, you know, politics. I thought mm -hmm. I was trying to keep myself going and trying to keep myself informed. It's, it's nice to know what's happening in your country, right? Um, until I realised how detrimental it was. Yeah, well, I do know. Yeah. I do know. Because it was so detrimental to my productivity. Yeah. I found that I was sitting on, scrolling on my phone like this. Oh, or totally. on the internet looking at news Distractions. Articles. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm doing absolutely nothing here. So once I removed that vibration of addiction to social media addiction mm -hmm. to the news addiction that I have to know everything yeah once I managed to remove them it was so much easier for me just to put my phone down and do some work or concentrate on what it was that I was doing and I also felt so much more balanced lighter so right? much yes yeah you know so much more connected with what was actually going on in the moment mm. so I would encourage people to you know stay away from from the social media and the endless scrolling yeah. stay away from the news and politics if they possibly can because it really does it, yeah. it kind of wrecks your day I mean I'm mine. I'm the same I have not watched the news in I don't know how long and the interesting thing is my dad and you know I love him to bits and he's he's one of the most <laughs> remarkable men but he watches the news religiously and, you know, when all the COVID stuff was happening and, and you know, watch the news and watch how many deaths there were and, you know, all the stuff because, of course, the the fear, um, media fear, likes fear. to, yeah, the media likes to, to promote fear. Oh, and yeah. so he'd watch this and then he'd wonder why he couldn't sleep at night and then <laughs> yeah. he'd wonder why and then he started to feel that fear. Mm -hmm. and it's, And now he is so scared of COVID. Because he's watched so much news saying about how, you know, how many people it's killed and, you know, he's getting on. So he's like almost 70, almost 70 ish. Mm -hmm. And my mum's got heart disease and diabetes. So of course they say, oh, well, she's, pro she's prone and, and the rest of it. So, but he's living in a place of fear because mm -hmm. he's, he's surrounded himself with yep, so with much to the point that he won't, like, as he lives in the country, but to the point that he won't come down to the city because there's so many people here. Yeah. yeah. So he's isolated himself because of that. It's such and a shame. Yeah. It is a shame yeah. because it's it's kind of, but it, he's not a he's not a you know a single person that you know this is all over the world yeah, that people are hiding away because they watch the news that tells them that it's it's so dangerous and that it's going to you know. It's going to kill you if you go out without a mask or whatever it is. And so that becomes ingrained in them. That's their belief system. All yep, of a sudden they believe that that's the truth. Yep. And until we can change our perception, until we can, like you said, clear that fear, mm -hmm. um, maybe clear the anger that you're experiencing for the people that have caused it, because that's the thing. There's so many people that are so angry because yeah. people have lost people. And it's about awareness as well, yeah. about you know, educating people about how life really works, how they yeah. how they're creating their lives and all the vibrations and how they're getting hooked into all these negative things. Yep. Sometimes I find that um once they understand it, yeah, then they're a bit a bit more able to accept it because people reject 
and yeah. attack things that they don't understand right oh, absolutely. and that's unfortunately just human nature that's the way we've been brought up to you know to respond to and things it's interesting we don't, be- we don't believe I, no and i don't and he's so stuck in his beliefs that i don't even talk about it anymore it's to the point yes. that, okay, this is a topic that I'm not even going to go there because, mm-hmm. um, you know, this is his belief and this is something that he has to work through. Um, but it is sad because this becomes part of the collective consciousness and now all of a sudden we've got all these people that are in fear. Yeah. And so we're having to clear the fear of them, yeah. <laughs> the fear of us. <laughs> um, and so it's a lot of work that we have to do. So if somebody's... Like we said, stay off social media. That's one tip. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually stopped the news feeds from all of my social media. If you can, stop all the news feeds from your social media. Don't watch the news. Um, I figure if somebody's actually going to, if something's happening in the world, I need to know about someone will tell me. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I just, um, because everything is exaggerated. Yeah, very much so. Mm. And I think also allowing yourself to be edu- like to educate yourself, not mm. to be educated by somebody like, else. Exactly. If you have one opinion that you know is holding you in fear, like COVID, for example, yeah. go and investigate what yes. other people are saying about COVID. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Get yourself informed, right? Because you cannot make an informed and decision unless sides. you hear both mm-hmm. sides. And that's exactly what people need to do. Then that can possibly change their perception because if they hear and they see evidence of another another way, then that that could change their perceptions and it, it might you know better resonate with them. Yeah. So why are they holding themselves in this pattern of fear? Um, when they could easily go and research some things for themselves and yeah. make it better. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that's going to happen in every case, no. but I think you owe it to yourself and you're important enough for you to be armed with information from both sides before you make the choice of which one you will believe. Exactly. And it's the same when you're talking about, say, people that are stressed about finances and, yeah. you know, you're going, oh, well, you know, I work a nine to five job. That's all the money I'm ever going to be able to make. And what if I lose my job? And there's, you know, there's a lot of people that are going through that. But if you look at, if you go and you research and you go, okay, well, there's these people and they're making a lot of money and they're doing what they love. And there's not just one avenue of income for them. And you start to change your perception. You start to realize, okay, what I once believed was actually because of my my family's belief system, yes. because of uh-huh. my environment when I was growing up. And what I was told. And what I was told. <laughs> yeah. And so we can change that. Yes. And we, we can. can alter and we can change our perception of it. And this comes yeah. down to the subconscious mind and the clearing that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So so if somebody was to, um, they realised that they still had, because it's really about, like you said, the awareness. It's being yeah. aware that you've got fear. It's being aware that you've got anger um, and whereabouts in your body that it is, yes. where it's being stored. Um, so what could people do if, they're, if they've recognised this and they're aware of this and they want to release it? What can they do? Do you recommend like journaling? Um, is there some particular technique that, that they can use to be able to help to release those emotions? Um, it's really what what resonates with them mm. and what makes them feel comfortable. Journaling it, it can be a good one. 
Um, I know a lot of people that journal. I can't be bothered with it. Yeah. I just it's not something that that I want to do. But it works for some people. So yeah. I want to say whatever works. Meditation too. Mm. If you want to try meditation, I know sometimes right in the beginning it can be it can be hard to to find yourself um, connecting. And sometimes I don't meditate for weeks because yeah. I, I have a hard job in connecting. So try not let that put you off because it yeah. is really nice once you get once you get into the swing of it yeah think you know being aware every day of your thoughts and your yeah. habits you know your your thoughts your words and your actions really on a daily basis just be conscious of what you're thinking mm-hmm. and if you have any negative thoughts write them down because that will give you a whole ton yeah of things that are really blocking you it'll start to and bring it, those belief systems through oh absolutely mm-hmm. and then they can either um you know seek help with, with somebody like myself to mm-hmm. release it for them in a, a a much faster way yeah um you were talking about repetition repetition does change the subconscious mind but it takes considerably longer yeah mm-hmm. because your your existing beliefs are pushing back yeah on this on this yeah it's like it's like when you when you do this repetition you say um I am because of course with affirmations it's all about the present because there is only ever the present so Mm -hmm. um but they say you know I am a billionaire well your previous belief systems telling you you're not a billionaire Mm -hmm. and so the even with rep with repeating it over and over again you've got to release those previous belief systems that are so blocking then, yes. that are blocking it so then you can reinstall some new ones well it's um, just like your kitchen it's just like your kitchen pantry mm. right you've got to go in there when it looks a mess and take out everything that is out of date before you can stock it up and put yep. good stuff back in it's exactly the same you can't put good stuff in when there's a pile of rubbish in there that you need to get rid of first it just doesn't work like that so so if people are, if people are listening to this and they're going I'm having a real hard time understanding what how the subconscious changes what happens in my physical world. How the subconscious runs my runs my life. How could we turn something from in our mind into something physical? How does that happen? But well everything is mind. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's all made of mind um and whatever is in our mind is created. Yeah, right? and our subconscious this mind is all has, an illusion, has the right? Oh, total, total. Yeah. I wasn't going to say that because I thought <laughs> yeah. I was going a wee bit too deep there. No. But yeah, <laughs> that this this life is an illusion. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and we it's create, created by our subconscious what's in mind. Front of us. Absolutely. And, it, and what's interesting is, and this I found quite fascinating, is that as we've said before, we've said that what you focus on, you attract. Yes. And what you focus on is what you're going to see arrive within your reality. Okay? So if you're focusing well, what you, on what depth, you vibrate, what you yeah, vibrate, what you, vibrate. you will attract. Yes, yeah. Exactly. What, yeah, energy 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 flows where the focus goes. Yeah. Yeah. So the funny thing was I was thinking the other day and I was reading through some through some stuff on, you know, paradigms and quantum yep. physics and I'm really fascinated by quantum physics. And do you know that something does not actually exist? In a, say, say you've got a room and nobody's focusing on, on that particular room. What's in there does not exist until someone has actually put focus on that particular, on that particular space. 
that shape because the mind creates it. Yeah, because yeah, the mind creates, creates it. Physically. it. Mm-hmm. And this is why we actually have, and pe- people have a hard time understanding it because this is why we all see things so differently. Mm-hmm. So one person may go, oh, well, um, you know, that's um, that looks like that. And another person might go, no, I don't see that. This actually looks like, because we all perceive things very differently. Yeah. Yeah, and, it is. It's all around perception. It's a bit yeah. like um, you know, hearing. If a if a tree falls in the woods and there's no one around, does it make a sound? <laughs> yeah, I well, love it depends that if there's any if there's anybody there to actually hear to it. Hear it. You know, it's yeah. an actual reception a, a receptor thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's fascinating. I know the the mind boggles. Oh, it's there's there's so much that you can that you can delve into when it comes to the subconscious mind yeah. because it's it's such a powerful thing if you can if you can retrain that subconscious and I mean when you think about it we drive a car and mm-hmm. half the time we our subconscious is actually driving that car for us oh we, uh, yeah absolutely because it's all I don't even remember turning mm-hmm. that corner or turning that corner <laughs> or putting my indicators on or any of that. But the subconscious is making us do it. It's it's yeah. You know, well, that's that's my... programming at its yeah. finest. You know, it's, oh, it's not it's not just been one occasion where I've driven home from the store and I've pulled the car into the garage and, and gone. How did I get here? I don't even remember driving. Yeah. Because I'm off, my brain, my, my, my head's in, it's on the moon or somewhere yeah. else, you know, no, thinking sometimes about what I'm doing for dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing, your subconscious is really good at protecting your, you from that. So yeah. it's like, we'll be, we'll be, um, there's been many times, actually, there was one time um, when I had autoimmune disease and I blacked out at the wheel because I was on medications and I had the kids in the back seat. Um, and so it was very a split second, but I was driving and um, my subconscious was actually the one that's kind of saved me because mm-hmm. I, I knew exactly where I was going. It was steering in the right direction, but I came back and knew exactly where I was. And I think that it's really important that we understand the power of it if we can, if we can alter it to, um, to we, work We have us. learned it. Mm, we, we have learned it so we can unlearn it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. fantastic. Now, and it's um, it's easier than people think. It really yeah, is easier than they think. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. And and so, can you go just a little bit into theta healing for me? Because you use theta healing, don't you? Um, not so much now. Not so much now. Was that one but, of the first things that you did? Um, it was the second, third thing that I did. Okay. Yeah, so, but it, the concept is the same. It works on different levels it works on past lives you know it yeah. works on um, you know, the soul level etc and it works on vibration and it works mm-hmm. to remove a certain vibration of a certain thing like anger um so uh, yeah it's all you know just connecting and being the facilitator to yeah. run this energy okay and remove the anger say from this organ okay. and and the facilitator and the witness to the energy changing mm-hmm. but the client is actually the person doing the healing because they're the one accepting it and integrating it so it's entirely over to the client you know nice, yeah yeah we can say we're, we're healers but really the client is the healer and yeah that, in that situation and, yeah, and we, are, we can only heal ourselves can't we 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. And, and so the, really, I'm the facilitator. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. Now, your sacred activations, is this mm-hmm. the pro- process that you were talking about where you actually go in and you help them to release these blocks? Is this what the sacred activations is about? It's kind of a, a, a mixture between the theta, uh, the sacred activations, and some other energy, which I'm not getting the name of but it yeah. works in a similar so it's kind of pulling everything together for me for your own for your own unique so, um healing st- style yeah mm. yeah it's not a specific one that i use it's a combination of several of them fantastic um but sacred activations works on uh, sacred geometry and mm-hmm. you know, everything in the universe is, is which is, is fascinating it is it is sometimes it blows my mind a little bit and i just kind of <laughs> it's you know, very deep it. it's very deep uh-huh. and I know that. Have you ever seen the um the Gaia series on TV? Uh huh. Yeah. Which one? Uh, the Gaia.com, and they've got all of the different programs. The secret. Um, are you talking the secret yeah, geometry they've, they've part of that? A, yeah, yeah. And it's. And I it's haven't quite, started it, but you haven't started it, but it's nope. very deep, and fascinating, but very deep. And um, so yeah, so I mean, that was one of my first kind of um real delving into. Mm-hmm. um sacred geometry so uh-huh. um but awesome well we have covered so much today and you and I <laughs> we could talk forever so um <laughs> but I would like you to let our listeners know what you're up to how they can get in touch with you and um and that sort of thing okay um yeah at the minute I am um, just trying to build a community trying to build some friends over here now that awesome. we're in a new place um how long have you been there for uh four months now four just months. under four months so she's just in but texas they... so friends <laughs> if there's anyone in texas yes give me yeah. a shout love to or anybody you know, it'd be nice to meet for a virtual coffee yeah um so they can my, my website is dawnlovingstone.com just like my name yes. um and there is a contact me form there if they want to get in touch or ask any questions they're very very welcome to use that and there's also, they can sign up for my newsletter. Mm-hmm. If they do that, then they will get an automatic audio file that will give them some free healing. Fantastic. If they want to do that. And then they'll find out a little bit more about what it is that I do. Yeah, that's awesome. Definitely head across and, and get that free healing. And and so are you taking clients on at the moment? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, cool. I'm starting so- to take them back on now since my painting's coming to an end. <laughs> <laughs> She's been painting for like what four weeks? Has it been longer than uh, four that? Months. Four, four months. Nearly four yeah. months. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully it won't be too long and you can start getting back to normal again. Yes. I know it's a big job. So um, but definitely head across. And if you are dealing with some of those blocks and you're dealing with that fear and that anger and and emotions that you're you're not sure of where they come from um then definitely uh give dawn a call uh or email her or whatever and um and start i'm to work more than it. happy to give anyone that is is interested in learning more um a free consultation i do a free 30 minute consultation oh, awesome. and they'll find that on the website as well so fantastic so so do that there is nothing to lose and um, dawn can explain to you exactly what she does and um, and then you can start to reprogram those belief systems so that you can manifest that life of your dreams, which is what we're here for. We're yes. here to have fun and to be enjoy and to love life. Sure is. So, 
Oh, well, thank you so much for your time today, Dawn. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I know that my listeners will get a lot of benefit from it. And um, you enjoy the rest of your painting. It was my pleasure. And thank you very much. I'm so done with painting now. Go and do something else, I think. <laughs> a good idea. Okay, <laughs> bye-bye.